Good afternoon. I am Pastor Antonio Eubanks of Heath Ministries, where we believe in using the Word of God to heal, empower, and teach so that you may be properly equipped to help establish the kingdom of God and its principles in your families, communities, and world. If you're in the Metro Atlanta area, we invite you to attend our Sunday service for a life-impacting experience. Please visit our website at heatministries.org for more information. We would love to hear from you. But for now, we pray that you enjoy this message. God bless. chapter 3, 2 Kings chapter 3. I'm reading out of the New American Standard. And let's start in verse 9. Because I was saying, we talking about preparing for the blessing. Preparing for the blessing. It's been, we've been preparing for this time. And, and God is saying, I'm about to bless you. 2 Kings chapter 3. But you, you got to receive that thing. And I'm not saying it in cliche because you know I don't believe in all that old stuff. I don't say it unless God is releasing me to say I don't fool, I don't fool all that foolishness. But I just, I, I feel a blessing. It's like, because I'm like, God, is, is, I, anyway. Anyway, 2 Kings chapter 3. 2 Kings chapter 3, verse 9. Let's look at verse 9. It says, so, 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 so the king of Israel went with the king of Judah and the king of Edom. Now that's a combination right there that I hope y'all not missing. Israel being the church and, and the king of Judah is the praise and Edom just represents man himself. And it says, they made a circuit of seven days journey. Seven we know is what? The number of completion. So whatever it was, they, they, they felt like they had completed. And it says, and there was no water for the army. Or for the cattle that followed them. Now think about this: you making like you you done done what you thought was complete, and you end up and you don't have what you thought you were supposed to have. It says that they don't have no water. But see, how many know that if sometime in the, in the church and in the praise and in yourself, you you can do what you thought was complete, but then you realize that you don't have no water. I mean, you realize you you're not really with the Holy Spirit the way you're supposed to be. Then in verse 10 it says, Then the king of Israel said, Alas, for the Lord has called these three kings to give them to the hand of Moab. See, that go to church, talking all outside of their mouth, and allowing the enemy to seep out of what they're saying. Because here go Israel saying, Oh, God done brought us out here to die. He done brought us out here for the Moab to, to, to take us down. And But here it is, verse 11. It says, But. But, meaning shift all that stuff you talking about, church. Stop doing that stuff the way you operate in church. He says, but Jehoshaphat said, is there not a prophet of the Lord here? That we may inquire of the Lord by him. He said, you know, it's got to be somebody who's talking better than this. It's got to be somebody who believes better than this. I ain't trying to hear what this nigga over here saying. It's got to be somebody who is who, who believe God. It's got to be somebody who trusts in God. And I don't know who you got in your life, but you gotta say it's got to be somebody who believes like I believe. I know that this person over here, they used to believe, but because now they done got with somebody else, they done 
decided to fall away and they said, well, Jesus is white, Jesus is this. I don't believe that and I don't believe this. But you got to say somebody still got to believe what the word of God said. Somebody got to believe that in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. Somebody got to believe and said in the beginning God created the heavens and earth. Somebody got to believe that God is still Alpha and Omega. Yes. Yes. Somebody got to believe it. Somebody got to believe it. I can't keep hearing these people who walking in defeat saying, oh, God bought me out here to die. Oh, God letting the devil attack me. Oh, God letting this happen and that happen. But somebody got to believe that the word of God says that the God has a plan for my life and that it is a perfect plan or for my perfect will. So somebody got to believe it. And that's what Jehoshaphat said. He said, so, is there not a prophet? Is, is there not a prophet of the Lord here that we may inquire? That we may inquire. And, and here it is, he says, and one of the kings, and one of the kings of Israel's servants answered and said, See, think about it now. It's the servant of King Israel. See, see that, that's what it's saying. The, the, the church might not, as a whole, might not have it together because we don't right now. We're a poor example of what Christ is. Yes. But, but see, there got to be somebody within the church. This was a servant of Israel. And somebody got to stand up and say, you know what? You know what? Elisha, the son of Shaphat, is here who used to pour water on the hands of Elijah. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know somebody. I know somebody who, who, who stand on that word. I know somebody who got that power. I know somebody. And verse 12 says, Jehoshaphat said, the word of the Lord is with him. So the king of Israel and Jehoshaphat and the king of Edom went down to him. Then verse 13, it says, now Elijah said to the king of Israel, what do I have to do with you? Go to the prophets of your father and to the prophets of your mother. And the king of Israel, here go again, he, he go run his mouth again. And the king of Israel said to him, no, for the Lord has called these three kings together to give them into the hand of Moab. Talking the same stuff. Standing in front of the prophet of God who has been confirmed by somebody else saying that, that that's the one that used to pour water on the hands of Elijah. So I know he know. There was a transference of, a, of anointing. I know he know God. And here go Israel. No, no. No, no. You know, it, it was like this. With, it was like this with my mama. It was like this. That's why Elijah said, what you, what, what, what I got to do with you? Because he, he, he sensed out. He wasn't talking to Jehoshaphat. He wasn't even talking to Edom, which represented the flesh. He, he was talking to that, he was talking to that church, that religious mentality. He was saying, he said, what, what I got to do with you? Because God ain't got nothing to do with that mess you talking. That's why he says, go to the prophets of your father and of your mother. Because a lot said, because your father and mother ain't mine. Just like Jesus told the Pharisees, you, you, you like your father. The father of lies. Because my daddy don't talk like that. See, I, I took the Mark Povich DNA test, and, and, and you don't pass. He is not your father. Because I don't like what's coming out your mouth. And it says in verse 14, Elijah said, As the Lord of hosts lives, before whom I stand, were it not that I regard the presence of Jehoshaphat, the king of Judah, I will not look at you nor see you. 
He says, if it wasn't for who you was with, I wouldn't even pay you no attention. If it wasn't for who you was walking with, I wouldn't even deal with you. If it wasn't for who you was with, I wouldn't even know that you even existed. That's how much he was checking Israel. That's how much he was saying, the foolishness that you coming at your mouth with, I don't even want to be around it. But the only reason I'm going to allow it is because of who you connected to. So you got to make sure who you connected to. Because see, when, when you come before the presence of God, he's like, I don't even know if I really want to deal with you. But guess what? Because you connected to my son, then I'll see what you're talking about. Because you connected to, to Jesus Christ, then I I'll let you come in dirty, broke, busted, and disgusted. Otherwise, I wouldn't even want to deal with you. But you connected to the right one. And see, I like this right here because it says that if it weren't for the presence of Jehoshaphat, the king of Judah. See, here it is. Here it is. Don't miss this little nugget right here. This is how you prepare for your blessing. He says, because you was connected with Judah. What does Judah represent, people? Praise. Praise. It represents praise. She say, because you connected to the praise. Because you connected to the praise. Come on, I'm going to say it till you get it. Till that revelation hits you. Because you connected to the praise. I wouldn't even pay attention to you, but you connected to the praise. I know some bad things are going on in your life right now, but you connected to the praise. I know there's a drop that you're getting ready to ask me about, but you connected to the praise. What am I saying? He says that when we praise, then that's when things start to open up. He said, because you with the king of Judah, he said, he says, he says, now in verse 15, now bring me a minstrel, meaning a musician. And it says, and it came about when the minstrel played that the hand of the Lord came upon him. See, that's just that praise still. He said, he said, because you connected to praise, now I need to stir the praise up in me. Because how many know praise is contagious? See, when you start praying, if you want to get rid of them naysayers, just start praising God. Oh, you got that too much God stuff you doing here. That's how you run them away. That's how you chase the snakes away out your, out your garden. When you start praising God, because then they say, why you got to pray God all the time? Why you got to be saying all that all the time. Why you gotta that'll let you know. If you really want to know who with you and who ain't, just start praising God. That's right. That's right. And that'll that'll start exposing. They'll start popping up like them little them little uh, popper moles. You know when you, and you gotta whack them back down. That whack a mole. You got to, some of them start playing spiritual whack-a-mole. Meaning we need to start praising God so their little heads can pop up and we can smack them back down. Not in the not in the natural now, that's in the spirit. Cause, cause heat don't make bond, amen. amen. I know that made some of y'all say, amen. You want Pastor said we can hit him in the head now. I'm talking spiritual, amen. Because that praise will bring them out. That praise will show who is really with you. Cause some folks get mad when you praise God. They 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 like, why you doing all that? It don't take all that. Why you why you you in the middle of drought? You in the middle of some mess? You 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 just got a bad doctor report, but you gonna praise God? Who who do that? Well, I do that. Thank you. 
because I know that my praise is connected to my breakthrough. See, I'm preparing for a blessing. I don't know about you, but that's what I'm doing. And I know that in my praising, that's me preparing for something. That's let, that's let God know that, God, I'm standing on your word no matter what I see. I'm standing on your word no matter. I know you didn't bring me out here to die. I know you didn't bring me out here for the Moabs to take me over. So I'm just going to stand on my praise. I ain't got nothing else right now but the word of God, and I'm just going to stand on that thing. Prepare for the blessing. Prepare for the blessing. And then he says that, that it came upon him. It came upon him. And, 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 and in verse 16, he said, he thus says the Lord. And here's the, here's the, here's the crazy part that happened. He said, make this valley full of trenches. Make this valley full of trenches. And see, so, sometimes we'll miss that uh -huh. because it, it, it's crazy. Here, remember, let's get the story back together. They have made this journey, and they were walking around with their army, with the cattle and all that, and they ran out of water. There was no water. It was dry there. And how I many know you need water to survive? You know, and so they go to Elijah, and Elijah says, dig some ditches. Now, imagine that you ain't got no water nowhere. All you're expecting God to tell this man to tell you is, this is where the water at. <laughs> I need you to go two paces to the right and three paces to the left and walk, turn around the corner and hit that, hit that corner that way and, and now go over the water. That's what you're expecting God to say. But he say, dig the ditches. And, okay, let's make this plain. See, we, we, we're expecting God, sometimes, you know, we needing God to, to make our to make our money last longer than the month. And, you know, it's like, well, God, I, 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 need, a, I need an increase in, in, in my income, and, or I need a promotion on my job. And then God say, God say, um, give a sacrificial offering. You like, get behind me, Satan. I, I, I don't, he, you know, he said, he said, you know, and you got to make sure you hear from God on those kind of things. You know, don't let nobody pull it out of you because it ain't going to bless you if you do. But I'm just saying, but God, will, what I'm saying at the same time, God will, will, will say something that don't quite line up with what we think it's supposed to be. Why? Because the word of God says that he will use the foolish things to do what? Confine the wise. To me, confuse the wise. See, we think we small. We think, well, I'm just going to God and pray to God. God, show me where the water at. Mm -hmm. And God said, dig some ditches. <laughs> what good is a ditch going to do when I don't have no water? All I'm doing is digging in dry dirt, which is just going to be more dirt. What, what, where's the water? Where's the water, God? And how many times that's what most of us will say? Where is the water, God? I I I don't understand. I I came to you for the water, but you're talking about ditches. I, keep it 100. You know you get with God like that. You might not say it out your mouth, but it's going on in your mind. You know, but he, he's, he's telling us, just like the little waitress said, I, I told you I would never forsake thee. You just dig the ditches. See, that's how we prepare for the blessings with our praise. But then this is just in the obedience. Just, just dig the ditch. Just dig the ditch. Even though it was strange, you dig a ditch in a dry desert. But God says, if you dig the ditch in the desert, I'll bring you the dessert. He said, but I got to see if you got faith in the desert. Why? Well, then you can get the dessert. See, that's the thing. We got to have faith even when it don't look like the thing is. He says, why? Because faith is the evidence of things hoped for and the, and the, and the evidence of things what? Not seen. You ain't going to see the water while you digging ditches. 
just like here at this church. We 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 not gonna see the overflow of people while we digging the ditches. We but see you gotta see the overflow. Do you understand? So you might not see the overflow, but you got to see the overflow. Because, see, we kingdom kids. Kingdom kids don't operate like world kids. Kingdom world kids, they got to see in order to believe. Yes. Kingdom kids, we got to believe, believe in order to see. That's the shift. That's the shift. And that's what I was saying earlier when I said it was a shift. And that, that's the shift I want everybody in this house to start, to, to get the start in your mind, is that you got to believe in order to see. Quit looking at what you see and start looking at what you believe. Quit looking at what's around you and look at what's above you. Look at what is. I ain't talking about what's around you. Yeah, because what's around you ain't supposed to be. Because let me tell you a little secret. We ain't even supposed to still be here five years later. Because all the money ain't always lined up the way it's supposed to, but we still here. So quit looking at what you see. Because if you look at the best bank, bank account, you be like, them dog probably should have been closed. But guess what? God say they still open. Because what? You believe in what you see in God, not what you see in the world. Five years for a church is a long time because just like most businesses, they open in one year and close the next. Amen. So consider that we have been blessed. Mm -hmm. So dig the ditches. That's what we was doing yesterday, moving stuff and doing. We digging the ditches because that's what you do to prepare for the blessing. You dig the ditches. You do what God say do. It might not seem like nothing when you're moving offices and like creating stories. And all. It's like this is just mundane, menial task. What does this got to do with God? God said you just dig the ditches. Yes. I got the rest. You just dig the ditches. You dig the ditches. And so now it says that in, in, in verse 17, it says, For thus says the Lord, You shall not see wind, nor shall you see rain. Now he, see, God is getting real crazy now. First of all, you told me to dig some ditches. Now you saying there ain't going to be no wind, which means ain't no water going to blow from somewhere else. And then he says, and ain't gonna be no right. <laughs> but God, God, you, you do you do know I was praying for water, right? Mm -hmm. See, then, then when we started getting logical, God, you know, you know I was praying for some water, right? I mean, you talking about dead ditches, now you say ain't gonna be no wind, ain't gonna be no God, did you hear me right, God? Then you start calling up folks. I need I need somebody to get a prayer through. Yeah, I wouldn't yeah. have to get my prayer yeah. through. You know, God ain't hearing my prayer. God hear everything you saying. He hear stuff you don't say. Amen. Amen. <laughs> it's just that, that that he ain't gonna always answer the way we think that it's logically supposed to answer. A lot of times God just wanna know, do you trust me? Yes, yes. Because we talked about that on Bible study Thursday. What, what was more important? What's more important? Is it more important to trust God or to please God? Mm. What, what, what's more important? To trust Him or to please Him? I jump to the answer. It's more important to trust Him because you, you can't even please Him unless you trust Him. You don't believe in what does it say? It says, without faith, it's impossible to please God. Yes, yes. So which one do you think is more important? I think Because yes. see, pleasing is an outward work. Right. Trust is an inward work. Yes. God don't care about what you producing. He care about what is the producer. Because see, what's in you is right, then what come out of you will be right. That's right. That's right. right. 
Because see, we can put on a show all day long. But when God tell you to dig ditches in the desert and it ain't gonna be no wind or rain, see that's when He say that that's when He's separating. The, the, that's when He that's when He's separating and moving His offices and His storage around. He said, I'm finna see which ones I really got. Do I got sheep or do I got goats? Do I got kingdom kids or do I got worldly kids? Do I got believers or do I just got people who talk about it? Do I have doers or do I have wishes and a hopers and a and, and a prayers? God says, dig the ditches. You see, you won't see no rain though. You won't see, you won't see no wind. That that don't make sense. God say, God say, you know, go ahead and leave that relationship alone. But but you won't you won't you won't see no husband no time soon. You won't you won't you won't see no you won't even date no time soon. You like well, wait a minute, God, hold up now. <laughs> yes, Lord. You know, or God say leave that job, but but you know <laughs> you gonna be out of work for six months. <laughs> You know, and some stuff gonna get cut off. How many of us, if we if we really went to God and we prayed to God for whatever that thing was, like say for you you I'm just coming out telling you you wanted to 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 write a book or something. Let's just say you want to be a world class author, best selling New York Times, and God says leave your job. Now again, this stuff is you gotta make sure you hear from God from, and don't be that schizophrenic God that people believe in where He said today then He changed tomorrow. I'm talking about you gotta know that you know that you know. But let's just for example say do this, and He says you gotta leave your job, and you are gonna be out of work for a year, and you gonna lose your car, and you gonna have to cut your cable off, and and you gonna you gonna you gonna not eat out all the time like you used to, and all. But but if you do all this. Like he said right here in Elijah in verse 17. He says, you won't see no rain. You won't see no wind. He said, yes. That valley shall be filled with water. So that you shall drink both you and your cattle and your beasts. If you notice, they didn't even talk about beasts at the very beginning. God says, you know, I'm going to give everybody some stuff. You, your cattle, and the stuff you ain't even think about. It's getting ready to get an overflow. But what but 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 when we do that, if if God told us, if if at the end of you walking off your job and and, and not having work for a year, but at the end of all that, you you become number five on the New York Best Time Seller list. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. What but will we do that? Will we be willing to do that? And, and I'm going to quickly say, no, we wouldn't. Because first of all, God ain't going to tell you that way, where the end going to be. Because then, yeah, we would actually do it. And yeah. that wouldn't take faith and trust. See, God want to know, are you going to still be with me in the fire? Are you still going to be with me when it get hot? Are you still going to be? Because imagine that you digging ditches. They digging ditches in the deserts. Digging, I don't know about y'all, I remember one time working with my uncle, I, I was young, probably about 13, and you know, he wants your little summer job, money, and this, that, and the other, and he had a concrete business, and, and he was like, he like, you know, he told my mom, he said, well, yeah, he can come work with me, and I'm like, his money good, but I didn't know that when you go on a concrete business, you know, when you work with concrete folks and you don't know nothing about it, the very first job they give you is digging ditches. Right. And you got to dig them trenches. Like they lay in a little patio or whatever. If it's square, you got to dig the ditches. But, you know, and, and then it's got to be a certain thing because I did it wrong. He come back. He kicking the dirt back in the ditch. Like, no, nah, you got to redo this. And it was hot. This is the summertime. Yeah. 
That money didn't even look good no more. Cause I'm like, man, this ain't even. Uh -uh. I can't. I can't do this. That let me know I got to go to college. I got. I can't. I cannot do this kind of work. I'm not built for this. <laughs> Amen. Amen. But if so, imagine that's what they doing. They like digging the ditches and they probably going back to the king. You you sure this dude Elijah? I mean, he might be a little. You know. You know how them God folks is. They, they look, look crazy sometimes. But God said, just dig them. I can, I can hear the king, I can hear Jehoshaphat saying, dig. Dig, boy. Dig. And he rallying up the praise. Because see, we prepare him some. Each time they dig, he like, yes, Lord. You know, they praising God. Because you know, every time I dig, when I dig, God got to provide. Every time I do what God said do, he got to do what he said do. This is a covenant we in. This is a contract. He got to fulfill his part. And I, if I know God like I know God, he always going to fulfill his part. It's us that don't fulfill our part. The word of God says, see, time, heart. Harvest. That is the contract. He says, seed time harvest. Where we mess up at is in that middle part. Because God even provides the seed. And the seed has the harvest. Amen? Because the word of God says to the sower, what? Go to seed. So we ain't even got to come up with our own seed. It's just in the time that we got to plant and deal with the, the, the time, the time, the time. It says, yet the valley shall be filled with water so that you shall drink, that your cattle shall drink and your beasts. And here go the part I'm finishing with, right? I love this part right here. I love this part in verse 18. Because this is what we got to remind ourselves. He says, this is but a slight thing in the sight of the Lord. He will also give the Moabites into your hand. He said, what you, what, what you come to me about? This, this ain't nothing but a slight thing to God. You just need some water in the desert. If, if you knew what I knew, the desert used to be water. <laughs> That's why it ain't got to rain, because I can just call up the water that already was. Y'all missed that. Y'all missed that. See, it, it's some stuff that was already in your life, but you just didn't know it was there. God put it in you when you was born. He says, I shaped you in your mother's womb. He said, he says, he says, I knitted you. You are marvelous and wonderfully created. He said, he said, I'm just calling up things that was already there. You just didn't know it. Because you got concerned with the desert. You got concerned with, with the stuff, the Moabites are running around. You got concerned. That's why God said, it ain't got the rain. It ain't got to be no wind. I, I'm just calling up the water that's already there. You just got to dig. Y'all, y'all missing that. Come on, people. He said, he said, all you gotta do is dig, and I'm just gonna call up the water that's already there. It's already there. It's a, that's what it is. This ain't nothing but a slight thing. Come to me when you really need something. This ain't nothing but a slight thing. He said, as a matter of fact, it's so much of a slight thing. Not only am I gonna provide the water, but guess what? I'm gonna turn your enemies over to you also. Amen. I'm gonna just throw that on top for extra. Because I'm God like that. I can do that kind of stuff. You know, I can put cherries on ice cream. Bam, like that. More bites in your hand. And that's what we need to do. We need to say, God, I want you to just like that. Just like Just do that. You need to do that in the morning when you wait. Like, God. Just like that. Then stay and look at it like, yeah. This is nothing but a slight thing. A slight. I like that. A slight thing. Like this. 
This don't even, I, I, I can do this, I can do this so fast and so quick in a hurry that I don't even realize I did it. That's what God is saying. He's saying, he's saying this is just a slight thing, but all I need you to do is prepare, prepare, prepare for the blessing, meaning you got to walk in obedience, meaning you got to trust what I'm doing, and you got to have the courage to follow it through. You got to have a curse. This ain't for the weak-hearted. Weak-hearted folks can't dig ditches in the desert. Weak-hearted folks can't, can't sit in churches that, that seem like people, more people go than people come. See, it, it don't, this ain't for the weak. Church planting ain't for the weak because sometimes when you plant, then, then the, the enemy comes in. He tries to uproot that seed. That's just like when you plant grass seed. That's why you have to cover it with straw because the birds are coming eat up all the seed before it even can take root. And see, that's what God is saying. All, I gotta, all you got to do would be covered by me while the seed is planted. We've been covered by God while this seed called heat has been planted. And now God said the thing that took root. Now watch what's getting ready to produce. He said all you had to do was have the courage to stick it out. And now you're going to be rewarded. I'm speaking prophetically over each and every household in here. You will be rewarded for your diligence. You will be rewarded for your opinion. Because you could have been anywhere but you decided to stick with this little old place called and God said that I have seen your diligence. I have seen your courage. I have seen your trust. And now I'm getting ready to let the water flow. Amen. I'm letting the water flow. He says prepare for the blessing. Prepare for the blessing. Don't walk out into this thing with just a little thimble, thimble of faith. I know they always like to tell us, oh, it's all it takes is a mustard seed of faith. No, God said, no, y'all, it's time out for the mustard seed. He said, you should have more than that by now. It don't take more, but you should have more. Yes, 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 yes. Which means now that your doubt is no longer there. That's what that really that's means. The doubt is gone. You just know that I got a God that's going to show up and show out. Gonna show up and show out. You gotta have that courage and then we're gonna watch God move. Amen. We're gonna watch God move. We're gonna watch God move. Cause see, I like this last part and then we finish right here. Look at um, verse. Let's just finish this out. Look, let's read verse 19. I'm gonna finish reading it out. It says, Then you shall strike every fortified city and every choice city and fell every good tree and stop all springs of water and mark every good piece of land with stone. He God said, You just gonna take off. That's all that's what all that really means. This fancy word. Be like, you just gonna take over. You came to me for water, but I'm giving you takeover. I can't get. God can't get no praise for that. God says you came to him for water, but he's giving you takeover. That's why, that's what that word of God says, that he can give you exceedingly and abundantly above all that you ask for. You just ask him for water, and God says you're going to leave with takeover. Come on, people of God. And it says in verse 20, see that, that was, you can't come to God and leave with just what you, he, he said, like I said in the beginning, he said, if you, if you don't come with nothing, don't leave with nothing. Well, how do you know when we come with that, them, them, them ditches dug, when we come with that obedience and that trust and that courage, when we come to that table of God and say, okay, God, I'm here no matter what. I'm going to do it no matter what. I ain't just get involved no more. I'm committed. Meaning I done gave up my life to this thing. God said, well, I'm going, you're going to leave with a lot more than you came with. Go 
back there, like your grandmama say, go back in that little back in that little back closet. That little something extra for you. Don't let everybody know. Just go back there and get you a little something. Well, grandmama already got all this. Well, guess what, man? I'm trying to give you some more. Let my let, let grandma bless you. And that's what God say. Let, let, let me bless you, baby. Now, I know all you asked for was water, but you're going to leave with takeover. Because I need some folks with takeover mentality to take over this kingdom of darkness so that they can see the light of who I am. It's all to glorify me. He said, but you just asking for water. You just asking for your little old bill to be paid. But I'm trying to give you a ministry. You just asking for that little old ragged man to line up. But I'm trying to give you provision for your family. You, you, you just trying to give a little job to pay you a little bit better but I'm trying to give you a business that's going to leave a legacy. He said what you go, what you asking for ain't what you going to leave with. Amen. Amen. Then in verse 20 it says it happens. It happened. No we can't even run fast past that now. It happened. It happened. It don't matter when. That's why I'm slowing it down Because it happened That's all we rejoice on It happened It don't matter when God said it It's going to happen And that word right there is ED And we know that means past tense That means it happened Everything that God said was going to happen God said you dig the ditches You ain't going to see no rain You ain't going to see no wind but, but yet the valley will be filled with water And then I'm going to give your, I'm going to give the more bites over to your hand And then verse 20 said It happened It happened You rejoice right there But then the, 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 the extra little on top Is in the morning. I mean, it was accelerated. They dug ditches one day and the next day. You remember, if you remember the, the uh, New Year's Eve message, I talked about being in an accelerated season. And it, and it, and it, and it, it may seem like, and we, I think it was Elijah was there too. We talked about him there. When he was sitting, he was preparing for the blessing. So he got down in the squatted position and saying, yeah, I don't see the rain. He said, go back and look again. Because he, he kept sitting in back. Because he was knowing that the man was like, he knowing that his servant was looking at the natural. But he said, no, you got to keep going back till you believe. And I ain't trying to get you to see something. I'm trying to get you to believe something. Mm -hmm. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Thank yes, you. Lord. And then, because see, I know we, as churches, you know, everybody, people talk about visions and this, that, and all. And, and, and the church got a vision, but but guess what? The the, the vision that the, the vision that that the, we have for the for the natural will never show up if we can't believe what God is in the super. Amen. 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 Yeah, we got to be on one accord there first. Then everything else will just fall into place. Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all other stuff will be added. But we got to line up with what he is first. Yes. On one accord. Can't have one, you know, five people over here believing this way and up. That's why God had to keep the house cycled and cleaned out. Because cause we pray it all the time, you know, only the sent one. Because I ain't got time to deal with witches and warlocks and manipulators and, and hooksers and crooksers and all that. I ain't got time for all that. I, I need folks on one accord. I ain't got time for folks who you believe Jesus is Christ one day and the next day you think you're some white man brainwashing you. I ain't got time for all that. I need you to line up. You, they, what the words, what they say? You either you shape up or you sit up out. We don't have time for it. Amen? Amen. Clean it up until you get the ones you want. Amen. Yes, Amen. Lord. Yes, Lord. It says it happened in the morning about the time of the offering, the sacrifice, that behold, water came by the way of Edom. Mm -hmm. And the country was filled with water. 
And I'm finishing right here, I promise, right here, because I just want you to don't miss that. Right. Edom. Mm-hmm. Now think about that. Edom hasn't been mentioned in this whole other part, except at the beginning. And now he's it's mentioned now. Edom, Edom meaning meaning the man. And it says here, it says that the water came by way of Edom, and the country was filled with water. See, everything that God is getting ready to bless us with doesn't fall out the sky like magic dust or, or you know. Or, and I, let me say, let me preface it by saying this. God can do whatever he want to do. I ain't saying it can't have. I mean, if he wanted a million dollars to fall out of the sky, he would literally just, just blow everybody's mind and do it. I'm not saying it's impossible, but right. but more than likely, that's not how it occurs. Mm-hmm. He says right here, water came by way of Edom. Yeah. Edom represents man. So what God was getting ready to bless them with was through a man. Everything that God will bless you in your life with will be through somebody in the natural. He will turn the hearts of people who you didn't even think liked you. And they say, I, I'm blessing you, but I don't even know why. And then the ones who the ones who do know why, they'll say it like the little girl said last night. God just laid it on my heart. See that you see the water gonna come through, man. We that's why I always pray. I pray for divine strategy and I pray for divine connection because you need both. You need the strategy from God, but you also need the connections that he sends so that the strategy can come into play. Amen? Amen. Amen. And that's what he said. That, and then the country was filled. The country. They just wanted water for, for themselves and for their cattle. But God says the country, the country, the country was filled. The country was filled. How many know that that's what God wants this country to be filled? With his Holy Spirit. With who he is. Again, he wants us, the people of God, to not just come to church, but be the church. So that people can know this is really what it's like. I, 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 had, that, I had them church folks all wrong. I'm like, no, nah, you had the church folks right. I'm not a church person. I, man, I told people that, like I, I thought I, I thought the church people I said well yeah church people are like that they are I'm not a church folks I'm, I'm, I'm a kingdom kid I, I, I'm a kingdom kid I, I, I walk with the king I, I'm, 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 in, I'm, I'm, I'm in relationship I don't just do this just because this is this is my way of life it ain't something I just go and do on Sunday this is how I live this is who I am we have a powerful God. All we got to do is prepare for the blessing. Prepare for the blessing. Prepare for the blessing. And when they, you go to God, you prepare for what he said to do, and then you just watch God move. You watch God move. Amen.